Today's Mesila Isharim is dedicated to Adel Batsara, and also for Levana Bat Vivian Chaya, Bezat Hashem, Hashem Shikimashiyat Nishmaya, to have Rafu Shalema Bekarov Mamish. Okay, so now I just want to say a few points here today, important points. The Mesilah Yisharim in Perach Aleph quotes a Chazal in Masech Shabbat. The Chazal says, "Ein Hashchina Shore Lo Mitoch Atzvut," meaning a person cannot have a connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu if he's in a state of Atzvus. Atzvus means depression, sadness. Velo Mitoch Atzlut. And not with somebody who is suffering with the illness called laziness. One who is like a let. A person who is a light-headed person means he doesn't take life seriously. One who is schmoozing a lot. That's what it says in Chazal. Obviously, each and every one of these in Yonim have to be explained, which we're going to leave that, we're not going to go into all of it today. And then the Masil Sasharim adds on, Kol Shekein, Hanoyas V'tanugi. If a person's heart is filled with desire for pleasures, Shehem Hafachim Mamash Ala Chasidis, Ki Hinehem Mefatim Halev Limashech Acharehem, because they take over a person's heart, and a person is drawn after it. Hashem Mekolin Yoni, Aprishus Vayidir Amitis. It'll take a person away from any levels of precious and Yidiyot Amiti. That's what he says. So therefore, if a person wants to reach any level of spirituality, happens to be that in this specific chapter, as you know, we're talking about Hasidus. But any level of spirituality and connection to Hashem at any level, there's certain things that a human being has to do. He has to uproot certain things. Because if he has these traits, then it stands as a barrier between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, one of the things that was mentioned here was laziness. Okay? So I just want to talk about that a drop. It's really a big subject. It's in this week's parasha, that's why I'm talking about it. In the Midrash, in this week's parasha. Quotes a Pasuk that says, that a person who's lazy, lech el nimala atzel, the lazy person should go study the ways of the ant. See its ways of how it behaves and become wise. That's a possible. The Medrash expounds on this and talks about how the ant is very small, weak, Bria, and it lives a very short period of time. Its lifespan is very short. And yet, it goes ahead and it gathers a tremendous amount of food that it would take years and years and years for it to eat it. And it gathers it without any laziness whatsoever, with an instinctive feeling that possibly a miracle will happen and it'll live longer than it was expected to live. That's the Chazal. 
So this is a very deep chazal, because simply by ourselves, laziness has nothing to do with chokhmah. Go watch him and learn from it something. That a person should go ahead and gather as much for his future, learn from the ant. So obviously there's a lot to say in the Medjish itself, but I just want to bring out one point today. That simply we understand laziness as a character trait. Something that's connected with the body. We know that in the Sefarim it brought down that a person is composed of four different elements. Ruach, Afar, Mayim, and Esh. Four different elements that a person is composed of. Now, these, each one of these elements attached to them are midot, which becomes a person's struggle in life. And everybody's disposition, their exact uh, recipe of what they're made out of, is different. So in general, if a person would have more of the character trait of afar within him, then he would be more inclined to be lazy and depressed. That's what it says. In the Rebchayim Vital. It's Yedua. So that seems to be that that's coming not from a position of intellect. It's not coming from a logical decision. It seems to be coming from a character trait that you're born with. And then you have to know how to deal with that. How to deal with all your negative uh, midot when you're faced with challenges that come from them. Like for example, if a person is much stronger in Mayim, He's more inclined for desires. Each one has its thing. And we have to be aware of ourselves and what is the more dominant, uh, you know, mida. Obviously, it's a very complex subject. There's, it's not just so simple for elements. They're intertwined with each other and there's all kinds of things going on. But the, my point is that it doesn't seem to be something of being wise. So you see from here, a very deep thing in Chazal, that although we have these different parts of our reality, parts of our body, our nefesh, our bahami, they're there, these things can be activated. They're activated through a thinking process. For example, the Chazal say that you could use laziness in order not to do an Avera. Which means, if you would focus and think about the tircha and the difficulty and the challenge and how much you have to invest into that, doing that Avera, that would become your focal point. And also you would think about all the obstacles in the way of getting there and that you probably can't reach it. You like start to lose your confidence, so to speak, like a certain depression, take away your excitement. You start to become like a little bit negative about it. You know, when people have this character trait called negative thinking, that's atzvahs, is negative thinking. A lot of people have atzvahs, they don't even know it. Because they think they're very realistic. But they don't realize that they have negative thinking. And the negative thinking that they have is always standing in the way of their success because they don't believe that they can be matzliach, lamaisa. And they think that they're considered realistic people. But they're not really realistic, they're negative people. So it's possible to activate this midah of afar within yourself, because it's part of your reality. It's just a question of 
reviving it and, and, and getting it active when it comes to doing Averis, where you can lose your self-confidence and interest and excitement and have negative thinking, which is like an atzvus, and an atzvus to see how much tercha and how much burden it is. And then you'll get away from doing the Avera. And that's using Atzlis in a healthy way. That's using Atzlis in a holy way. However, when people use Atzlis in a negative way, they can't say, well, that's my nature and I'm lazy, so what should I do? No. There's a thinking process that's connected to it, which is making you activate it. And what the activation of the Midah of Atzlis is, that you have no believability in your success. And you don't think you could actually do it. And you focus on the burden and the difficulty and the challenge and it's not really worth it. So really what Atzlis is, which is always an interesting question because the Chaim Vital says that Afar is Atzlis and Atzvus. Like, what's the two things connected to each other? I understand that dirt is not moving. It's stationary. It doesn't move. Okay, so I hear... Atzlus, but Atzlus and Atzlus, because Atzlus and Atzlus are really actually connected to each other. Because a person who's excited and happy and getting pleasure doesn't think about the difficulty. I once heard from Rabbi Miller years ago on a tape where he said that to use your muscles to eat is extremely strenuous work to eat. It's extremely strenuous and we see that when people never are sick and old and they lose their taste buds, a lot of people die from starvation. The question is like, just eat, you know? So what, if you enjoy the taste of the food or not? The terrorist is because it's a very difficult work to eat. The reason why we don't feel it is because Hashem gave us pleasure. So the pleasure is what makes us excited to do it and we don't think about the work. We don't even realize that it's work. You follow? Same thing with making money and other things. So everything has a work aspect to it. Every single thing has that in it. It has a work aspect to it, especially uh, important things. The more important things are, the more work has to go into it. So if a person's focusing on the work part, on the difficulty part, has lack of self-confidence that he can actually succeed. If I do succeed, what am I gaining already? Let's say, go talk about learning, you know. So learning, okay, let's say I apply myself. I'm not going to become the biggest lambda in the generation. I'm not going to become the biggest tamachachim. I'm not going to be, like, what's my learning already? What's all my vast knowledge going to equal to? You understand? And Lo'umas, the massive, uh, tremendous Torah that's out there, how much does my Torah really make a difference. I once saw by Rav Shlomo Zalman, he says, unbelievable thing. He says some people, they lose their excitement to learn because they feel like, what is it going to be already? What's my level going to be already? How much Torah am I already going to succeed at? Whatever it may be. That's a very negative thought. But he explains that we know that there's a halacha in Hilchas Bechor that if you own a firstborn animal, you have to bring it the Bechor. But if you have a shutvis, if you have a a uh, partnership with a non-Jew, even if he only owns a mashu of the animal, 
since you're a shutif with him, so shutfus means that you have the whole animal together with a shutfus, meaning maybe he only has a minute, minute degree, but it's considered a shutif in the animal. And really you put it from Bukhar. So he said, the way you have to look at it is that even if you're a shutfus in learning, your addition to learning, the difference that you're making in learning, or the little bit of effort and ownership that you have in Torah, even if it's the most minute amount, I mean, you still call the shutif in the tire. And that's enough. You're already considered a shutif. It doesn't matter how much. And a person has to mechazek himself in that area. So that's a different way of thinking. So a person has to realize that he needs to work on the way he perceives things. This is a very, very deep point in the psychology of a person, how much it affects a person's health in Avodah Hashem. Because everything is the midas that a person has or the ritzonot that he has makes him think a certain way. And when he makes us think a certain way, it activates certain midas and then you feel it. You see, that's the deep thing here. We think that the way you think is the way you think and the way you feel is the way you feel. But it's not really true. Because your thinking controls your, your feelings as well. So if a person thinks something is chashev, or he thinks it can be matzliach or he thinks it will change his quality of life, he thinks like that. So then all of a sudden it generates positive thoughts by him. That, I, yes, I could do it, I could succeed at it, I will be matzliach it will be unbelievable. It will generate positive thoughts by him. And then it will develop an excitement by him. And then when it develops an excitement by him, he wants to go ahead and do it. That was something that took place in his mind. So he activated certain kochot nefesh, whether those kochot nefesh is considered mayim or eish or whatever it may be, or ruach, a person who's about ruach, he has a lot of zirizut, right? He activates that midah. Now some people, they have too much zirizut, they can't stop moving for a second, right? So therefore they can't sit down and learn, so they have to know how to activate the balance within themselves of a little offer. That's the really the trick um, you know, obviously this is a very big schmooze and now is not the time. I know you have a busy schedule today. But the point is, the point is a very important point. The ideal human being is a person who is a balanced person. And balancing means you're using the hashkafas and the right way of thinking and being able to activate the midas in a balanced way. And that requires a menuch sanefesh. Menuch sanefesh is a very powerful thing which we spoke about yesterday, that Nefesh is something so important. I once saw by Reb Chaim Friedlander the way he's masbim Nefesh in a very, very deep way. He says, basically, if you have a city, okay, so the city has many different departments. You have the fire department, the police department, the sanitation department, the department that takes care of the roads, making sure they're fixed up. Right? There's many, many, many different departments. And... Each department, the way it works is, is when you are in charge of something, that becomes priority agenda. And now you think that everything has to be, everybody has to bend to your agenda and the budget of the town has to be spending the most money on your department. That's just the way people are. That Their agenda is on top of their mind. So the problem is that if each person is going to shoot for his agenda or do things the way he wants to do it, you're going to have people walking all over each other. There's not going to be enough money for anybody. It's not going to run properly. So what do you have? You have the mayor. The mayor of the town, he has to hear everybody's proposals, listen to everybody, and he has to arrange the koiches 
of the of the city to work a certain way, and the budget has to be spent wisely. And when it's time to fix this tree, a street, he has to have the police department come direct the traffic, right? So they have, everybody has to work together and understand where their time and places and how much energy and what to do. That's the job of the mayor. So the, that's the marshal that Rebbeim Friedlander explains what menuchas anefesh is. Because a human being has a tremendous amount of kaychas. But he has to know how to use them, where to use them, the balance of where to use them. That's Menuchas HaNefesh allows that the mind should be able to direct things in the right way. That's why it's extremely, extremely important that a person has Menuchas HaNefesh. That's what it says about Rishaim. The, the heart of Rishaim is like the ocean. In the ocean, the winds come and it moves the waves in all different directions, right? So Rishayim don't have Menuchas HaNefesh. Whenever something comes their way, it creates a tremendous commotion. And mainly they go this way, they go that way, they have no consistency, they have no balance, they have no uh, plan how to succeed. So this is the way we are also. Sometimes we're very moody and we get pushed this way, we get pushed that way. Somebody excites me outside of the Gemara, I'll go that way. You know, like there's no control. person doesn't have a self-control because he has no direction and no manuksanafish is pulled in every single different direction possible. And the truth is it's the most dangerous thing for a person's again, this is also deep things and it's all a lot of psychology in this. But people don't have an identity. After a while you lose your identity, so that means you lose confidence in yourself. Because you don't really know who you are anymore after a while. Because you do this, you do that, you do this. So some people get struggle with that. So they try to label themselves with a certain identity so that way they can at least have something. So they go, oh, I'm a chiller. That's my zach, I'm a chiller. It's not really you. It's just that you, you couldn't be successful in Avoid this Hashem because of all the different things that are going on. So you have to create yourself an identity. You know, there's some people that are very funny and the ilum loves them and they laugh and this and that. Really, they're not really so funny. And then, I mean, maybe they're funny, but then that's not really them. Just that they had no identity, they got some attention for that thing, and they had to create that, 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 that image of themselves to be that way. But really deep down they're not happy because that's not themselves. They're not being themselves. It's very important for a person to be himself. But you can't be yourself if you don't have a quiet mind and a quiet space to listen to yourself. That's a very deep point. So I think that's, that's, you know, obviously there's a big subject. Each one of these things, Atzlus, Atzlus, Schoi, Kalsroish, all these things are very deep things. But once the, you are fe- infected by these things, you cannot connect with the Rabbani Shalom. This has nothing to do with Averis. Of course, if a person's a Choyta, a person does Averis, he develops a, a, a wall between him and HaKadosh Baruch for sure. We're not talking about Averis over here. We're talking about state of mind. We're talking about the way your heart is. So if a person damages his heart with these things, he can never connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the point that the Messiah is trying to make. You want to be a chosid, you want to succeed in life, you want to do something in life, you got to have menuchas hanefesh, to be misboyned, to think, to think true thoughts, emissive thoughts. Find your real self and what you really want to do in life and what's important. These things damage that. And therefore... We have to use every visual um, thing in the Bria. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the animals, it's true, the ant is not doing Avodah Hashem. The ant is acting according to its nature. 
But the point is, Hashem gave it that nature, so you should see something. We have to study everything in the Bria, we have to live with the basic Emuna, that everything that goes on in the Bria is a message, direct message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us. You learn sneers from a cat. If each one has its own thing, there are carrots in the town, because these are visual, natural things, instincts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in the animal, and we have all those kaychas. We just have to know how to activate them and to see them. Okay? We'll stop here for today. Mm-hmm.